that's right, money. F1 is going to Vegas, 2023, October, Saturday night. Wow. Oh, money talks in sport nowadays, isn't it? It really does. Uh, before we get into all that fun and games, let's talk about being back. Well, yeah, so I apologise for missing the episode last week. Incredibly hectic schedule, uh, schedule at the moment with um, university and work and just everything coming together at the moment. I think hopefully by the end of May I'll have a bigger idea of what's sort of going on. But at the moment, uh, yeah, we're busy, busy. But we'll try and pump out an episode every week. Uh, obviously we've moved this episode to Wednesday supposed to be last Friday but it's Wednesday today um, and then we'll post another one from Friday next week and we'll continue on that every Friday, Friday's, the, Friday's a good day to post isn't it so yeah, F1's going to Vegas, where else am I the only one that cares about um, classic um, you know, European circuits. Is it just me? It must be just me. I, I couldn't think of the words. Classic, what? I am the only person who cares about these classic. You know, I want circuits like Imola on the calendar, which is good. It's back on it now, which is what we'll be talking about in a couple of minutes. And then, you know, Turkey, I think that's a good circuit. Um, Monza, Spa... Just all these old school tracks, then we need more of. You know, get rid of Paul Ricard, maybe put Magni Core back on, get rid of Monaco. I'll explain why. Do you know what? I'll explain now. If you can't pass on it, it's not a racing track, is it? It's Monaco is there as a possession. I know every racing calendar has that one big race a year. You know, everyone has their one big race for a lot of championships. You know, you've got like the Bathurst 1000, the Indianapolis 500. What does the BTCC have? Knock Hill, maybe? We go to Scotland, that's kind of our crown. Or I suppose the finale. But every you know, every championship has something, and for F1, it's Monaco. It always has been Monaco. Monaco's been on the calendar, you know, since 1958. Every year they've raced there. Only there and Monza are the two longest-standing circuits. But, God, it's just so boring. The only interesting part of it is qualifying. So why don't they do... You know, why don't they make it a three-part weekend and have one of the sprint races there, you know? Why not? You know, at least that would be a bit more interesting. Maybe we can see something come from there. I don't know. It's all about qualifying. In Monaco, it's not about the racing. Speaking of racing, there's been loads going on recently uh, over the last weekend. Formula 1 was started the European season, although we go to Miami next, so yeah. Great job by that. We've already been through that anyway. We were racing at Imola, uh, which included a sprint race and qualifying on a Friday, which, why why don't they just do practice, why don't they just have two practice sessions, right? Practice on Friday, as they would on a Friday, two practice sessions, and then instead of FB3 on a Saturday morning, they have the sprint race, and then they have qualifying, and then they have the race normally. And so why don't they just do that? Why, why do they have the sprint race on the Friday? I don't on the yeah, why didn't they have qualifying on Saturday? I don't know. That's how I would structure the weekend. And they want more sprint races next year. I think six for next year. So 
We'll see how that gets on. Uh, so I did a blog um, on my uh, online website the other day uh, where I talked about the race and I rated the drivers and we'll go through that in a minute. Uh, Max Verstappen floor this weekend. Where that rep? That Red Bull is the quickest car. I think I said at the start of the season the Ferrari is the quickest car. That's only because we didn't see the Red Bull. The Ferrari is not the quickest car. Red Bull is definitely the quickest car. I think. You know, he's won. He won the sprint race, qualifying, fastest lap, and the main race. Uh, one two for Red Bull. Incredible. No chance. Ferrari had a dismal weekend. Spins for both Science. He crashed in qualifying as well. Leclerc crashed. Sixth place for Leclerc, Science, another retirement. Fifth in the standings. You know, shocking, really. George Russell, the only really consistent driver, as we expected. Hamilton, 13th in that race. The car can do better. We know it can do better. I don't know what was going on, but if Russell can get a fourth place, why can't he do better? Uh, Bottas P5. Um, yeah, Leclerc P6. As we said, he spun out in the chicane. Seventh for Sonoda. Good drive from him. Very good. Two can two good points finishes so far this season. Uh, eighth place was Vettel, getting the Aston Martin. Double points finish for them as well, which is very good. Uh, eighth and tenth for them. Ninth place was Kevin Magnussen. More points for Haas. Uh, and yeah, 10th for, for Stroll. Mick Schumacher will get in the points at some point. 17th only in that race. Really struggled that weekend, but it is coming. He will get in the points. It is coming. Only himself and Latifi, and of course Hulkenberg, but he more than likely won't be back, that haven't scored. So we'll have to see. Uh, who am I impressed with so far this season? I was going to say Leclerc, but you know, if he makes mistakes like that, then maybe not. I'm still going to say him. I'm impressed by the Red Bulls, but they need to be more consistent. George Russell I'm impressed with, but we all knew that was coming anyway. Valtteri Bottas I'm very impressed with. 6th, 8th, 5th. Good races. Ocon again. 7th, 6th, 7th. Good. Magnussen, of course. 5th, 9th, 9th. Lando Norris. 7th, 5th, 3rd. Got on the podium, McLaren. What a turnaround they've had from 15th and 14th in the first race to... Knocking on the podium, that's a very impressive. Arguably, could be the fourth fastest car. Sonoda, I'm impressed with. Gasly, not so much. Vettel, no. Alonso, no. Joe, Guan Yu Joe, very good. 10th, 11th, 11th, 15th. Consistent. More points coming for him. Albon in Australia, very good. We'll see. Um, I would say the Red Bull's the fastest car at the moment. Um, and they may overtake Ferrari and the constructors in the next two races at this rate. We've got Miami and Spain next, and then off to Monaco. Bleh. And then Azerbaijan, Canada, Britain, all the rest of them. And we've still got an aside race yet, which may be Turkey. I think they're trying to sort out Turkey or Portugal. I would say... I would say Mercedes probably still have the third fastest car, but not consistently. McLaren have the four fastest car that's for sure then toss up between and it's very close you know it's a toss up between Alfa Romeo Alpine Alfa Tauri and Haas Aston Martin have improved 
Still, I'd say the ninth fastest car, and Williams definitely the slowest car, but at least every team scored points this season already, which is good. Yeah, I'd say Red Bull the fastest, then Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, then Alfa Romeo, and then Alpine, Alfa Terry. Yeah, I think the reflection in the Constructors' Championship is probably a reflection of where they are at the moment. But it's it's very inconsistent at the moment. It changes each week. I mean, look at McLaren, you know, nowhere in the first two races, really. And now on the podium. Insane. And fourth in the Constructors now, and pulling ahead of the midfield. Uh, and it's very close between 5th, 6th, 7th and 8th. Ten points between them. Uh, Aston Martin have finally got some points on the board. But still nowhere. Williams nowhere. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I put up a review of the race. Uh, titled Ferrari Crumble on Home Soil, which they did. Um, if you want to read it, it's on Blur Blogs. Um, it's wordpress.com forward slash blur blogs online um, go and check it out see what you think write some comments move the thing forward share it like it let me know what you think I'm always happy to listen to people so I'll talk through the driver ratings very quickly Leclerc was 6 out of 10 because he could have won that race I think or at least been in the top 2 unfortunate spins and just poor strategy overall science Mostly basing this off qualifying because I don't think the accident in the race was his fault. 5 out of 10, nowhere near Leclerc, nowhere near anyone. Shocking crash that could have been avoided, I think, with too much curb. Stappen and Perez, both 9 out of 10. Nearly perfect weekends for both of them. Norris, 9 out of 10, third place podium. Really good drive. Ricardo, 6 out of 10, crash, first race, first lap. Could have been up near Norris. Hamilton, 4 out of 10. Struggled all weekend. Felt like he'd given up. Didn't want to try too many things. Russell, 8 out of 10. Fourth place. Brilliant. Alonso and Ocon, both 6 out of 10. Average tries for them. Um, Vettel, 8 out of 10. Hold the car up to 8th place. Good, consistent run. Stroll, 7 out of 10 in the points. Gasly, not really anywhere. Sonoda, great run. Uh, Gasly, 6 out of 10. Sonoda, 8 out of 10. In the points for Sonoda, Bottas another 8 out of 10, great points. Joe, 6 out of 10, could have been better I think in the weekend but struggled a little bit and um, was in an accident, I think it wasn't his fault really, but caught up with Gasly. Magnussen, 7 out of 10, more points. Schumacher, 6 out of 10, but I both think they could have done better that weekend. That's why I didn't rate them higher. Albin, 7 out of 10, consistent, managed to stay with the mid-pack. The TP, 5 out of 10, again, nowhere. Uh, and then off to Miami so we'll see how we get on with that uh, I've done reviews for every race so far just like a quick kind of summary and then some driver ratings just to tie it all in so feel free to check it out but the big thing we want to talk about this weekend is the return finally the return of the British Touring Car Championship kick starting at Donington Park quick rundown uh, British Touring Car Championship if you don't know, which you should already, is the UK's premier racing series. Um, Production-based cars turned into road races. Now, hybrid technology, which I'll talk about in a minute, race on um, Goodyear tyres. And we do 10 rounds. So we visit eight circuits um, over 10 rounds, and each round has three races. So 30 races in total. Uh, starts off at Donington Park, which was last weekend, then on to Brands Hatch, then Thruxton for the first time, then Alton Park on the 12th of June, which I'll be there. 
Then Croft, Knockhill in Scotland, as we were talking about before. Snetterton, Thruxton again. Silverstone, and then finally return to Brantach again for the GP layout. So, interesting calendar. I think I would make one change, and that was for what was going to be for the 2020 season, before COVID was replaced one of the Thruxton rounds with uh, another round at Silverstone on a different layout. Uh, but we'll, we'll, maybe that's coming. Maybe that's coming. So 28 cars took part this weekend. We lost one, of course, with Jack Goff pulling out. 28 cars on the grid. I have to say, three really interesting races qualifying as well. And that was online on YouTube as well, on their official channel, which was good to watch back. Kamish suffered a shocking um, engine fuel-related fire, which destroyed his weekend. The problem is at the moment, you know, everyone's so consistent now. We've seen in the last couple of years. If you're not consistent throughout the year... As in scoring points and up there, um, you, you just won't win the championship. Even if you've got the fastest car, you need to be up there all the time. And Kamish unfortunately scored three points, puts him 17th in the standings, whereas his teammate is third in the standings with 40 points. Yeah, I mean, not have been the best weekend for Sutton either, but he's still up there. Um, Hybrid Technology is now in the championship, which has replaced Ballast as well. So we don't have ballast on cars. We have hybrid boost, which gives you up to, I think it's like 12 seconds a lap based on where you are in the championship. Of course, we didn't really see that in qualifying in round one because it doesn't apply. To be honest, I didn't really see it in um, the other rounds, but it must be working because drivers moved up and down throughout the grid. I'd like to see it a few more events. I'd like to get to at least Alton Park and then make a decision. Uh, in terms of cars, looks like I think that BMW is probably the fastest car. It's close. I think the BMW is the fastest car. Pole position for Jake Hill and a win. Podiums for both him and Turkington. Unfortunately, Hill was excluded in the first race due to ride height. So that puts him sixth in the standings with 30 points, but he could have been a lot higher. So fair play. I think Hill, one of the quickest drivers, and out, you know, outrun Turkington. Very good. But yeah, I'd say the BMW is probably fastest. Then the Hyundai... Then maybe the Honda Civic and then the Ford. It's very close though. Um, so yeah, Ingram first in round one, second in round two, and fifth in the final race. Brilliant weekend, 51 points. Guy to be at the moment, very good. Shedding, very good. Up there, third, first, ninth, he's back. Sutton, fourth, sixth, second, 40 points. Consistent weekend, but I think they, they still got a lot of work to do, those Fords, and he even admitted it the other day and said they needed to, so... Good, but there's more to come for sure. Josh Cook, 8th, 5th, 3rd, fastest BTC car. Morgan was consistent. Hill we talk, talked about on Turkington. Lloyd just missed out on the podium in the final round. Standout performer for me the weekend, George Gamble, rookie in the Sicily Motorsport. Um, BMW, 6th, 3rd. He got his first podium in his rookie weekend and a 20th, but still great. Ninth in the standings. Plato slipped back, unfortunately, only finished 15th in the standings after the first rounds with 7 points, 13th in the 12th. Race 1, he got roughed up a bit, slipped down. Still plenty of time now. Um, some people I thought could have done better this weekend. I think Ollie Jackson could have done be better, caught up in too many things. Um, Ricky Collard, only 1 point for Toyota. That's the manufacturer team, remember? Uh, Rory Butcher is only 11th in the standings after that with the best resort 7th place, so they can do a lot better. Aidan Moffat wasn't really there. Camish was unlucky. Chilton, a 10th place, and then slipped back. There's a few more. There's a lot more to come this week from this season from a lot of people. 
But I'm still going to say that Hyundai is, is definitely a shock. Like, what a weekend, you know, brilliant. Obviously, it's his second year in it now. Very good, very consistent, quick. Ingram looked to be on form. Puts a season together, it could be his year. Don't want to jinx it, but he just needs to be consistent all year, and that's the problem. He always has like one or two bad weekends where he's nowhere, so we'll see how he gets on. Um, too early to pip someone for the title, I think, isn't it? But you'd be foolish to bet against the BMWs, wouldn't you? Fastest car on the grid, for sure. And then the Hyundai, I would say, looking at it, very clean. Then Honda, Ford, and then the rest of them. Very good first three races. Good to be back, isn't it? I mean, what we're in now, you know, the 27th of April, and the seasons are just kicking off. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, some championships haven't even started yet. DTM's not even started yet. One of the shortest calendars in the world, by the way, DTM. It's shocking. I hate just... I know we spoke about the winter season quite a lot recently because we've been off and not been doing anything. And I said it wasn't as bad as we thought. There were so many things to be excited about. And there is. Believe me, there is. And I've grown to like it more over the years. But, yeah, God, waiting around is just... Especially when other people have their championships. You know, the Australians laugh at us every year because they have summer every day. And their championship can run from, you know, February till, you know, November as does NASCAR, like Daytona 500 kicks off in like February, March time, and their season ends in like October, November, so they only have a short winter season of like a couple of months, they just laugh at us every year, whereas we finish our championship, you know, November, and we don't start till now, you know, April, May time, it's like, God, oh, it's horrible, but at least there's, at least, you know, when there are things going on in winter season, we're not bored completely out of our minds, are we, there's always something, Oh, did I mention Formula One's going to Vegas next year? It would, do you know what? Two things I definitely want to do next year. If I, if I could go to two events next year in terms of racing, obviously I'd like to go to the, the BTCC and do all that. But two big events, I'd like to do the Vegas Formula One trip. You know, spend a couple of weeks over there, watch the race on the Saturday. That would be pretty cool to see the cars running down the strip. If that's, you know... I've slated F1 a lot for, you know, obvious reasons. But if that was doable, then I would definitely do it 100%. 100%. And, I, I, you know, even if you're not a big motorsport fan, I recommend that anyone does it. You know, a week in Vegas. You don't even have to gamble. It's not about that. It's just going over there, enjoying it, seeing it all come together. Definitely worth doing. And then the other one is Le Mans. It's got to be Le Mans next year. I mean, let's look at the... Let's look at the uh, entry list. Obviously, this year is a bit disappointing because we're expecting Peugeot to be a bit more involved. And they have said that hypercars can join in any time. And if they don't want to do one event, they can do. But it's still, you know, it's still like, yeah, okay, fair enough. And then we've seen that Bicolors van wall. If you've not seen it, just go check it out. It looks really good. I mean, whether it's quick or not, it's a different story, but it looks very good. Um, let's, uh, what is it, L? Um... D H isn't it? There we go. I mean, you got to look at the month for next year. So it's hypercar class. Uh, so confirmed entries. So this is the L M D H. This is the Daytona shared chassis kind of thing. Um, for next year, we've got Acura, BMW, Cadillac, Porsche, possibly Audi, who are humming and iron about Formula One. They should go to Le Mans, though I think. And then Alpine for twenty twenty four. So that's you know. 
six possible manufacturers in the next year or so. Especially for next year, though. Acura, Audi, BMW, Cadillac, Porsche. That's insane, you know. Whether or not they all go to the one, different story, but that's a lot. And then for confirmed for next year for the LMH, it's the same car, but it's not completely shared. Toyota, obviously, and Glickenhaus, which are already on the grid. The Van Wall by Collars, which has already been built, which could be confirmed for next year. Peugeot, which are hopefully joining this year. And then Ferrari for next year as well. So, God, there's, there's so much, you know? And that's like, what, nearly 10 manufacturers interested in this one category? Definitely worth doing them on next year just for that, even if they don't all turn up. And if next year isn't the year, then 2024. Well, you should definitely go within the next two to three years maximum. It'll be so good. Oh, and you know, F1's going to Vegas, so. So, yeah, there's loads of stuff that's been going on recently. It's been really, really interesting. Um, It's just nice to have things started again, you know. Championship has started, you're allowed to go and watch things now and enjoy them. Touring Cars is back again in a couple of weeks, so we'll wait for that. Formula 1 is, of course, back in Miami. Interesting, not really 100% sure on the circuit, but we'll have a look. Um, to have three races in the States next year sounds mad. I mean, it makes you wonder that if they'll cancel Cota or not. If the Vegas one is a success and the Miami one, they may just keep those two because three, three's a bit much, right? I mean, even two's a lot, but I don't know. Different continent isn't different things. If you want to promote from one over there after the terrible things that have happened in the last couple of years, you know, the last decade over in Formula One's world in America, isn't it? So it's all about patching up all the problems. But yeah, there's loads of cool stuff coming this year, loads of interesting stuff. It's just, you just got to take it week by week and enjoy it. In terms of other news, I'm struggling to think of anything else. I haven't really heard anything. I mean, the, a lot of the news stories at the moment are, you know, just general things, nothing to do with motorsports, you know, like, you know, and it's never always pretty. So it's nice to stick in motorsports and actually read some decent stuff. Uh, racing, that's been quite interesting. I mean, just looking over some touring car stuff now at the moment, a lot of it's just still announcements for seasons that haven't kicked off. I mean, the, the World Touring Cars hasn't kicked off yet, neither is the electric one yet. Uh, I mean, the World Touring Cars, last time I checked that, the grid wasn't that big, was it? Oh, of course, the WRC was on over the weekend at Croatia. Um, but we can cover that in a second. Let's have a look at the entry list for the World Touring Cars. So this is the World Touring Cars run by the FIA. A, is it? Uh, run it? Uh, is it not? Or maybe it's not then, because it moved to thingy, didn't it? TTR, yeah. Um, when does their calendar kick off in... Oh, it kicks off in... Oh! It kicks off on the 7th and 8th of May, so... What, next weekend? <laughs> That's not long. Um, it kicks off in a week or so, apparently. And the entry list ain't that big. At the moment, there's only four manufacturers spread over, well, four teams. Audi have got four cars. Honda have got four cars. Hyundai down to two. And Lincoln Co. with five. So it's not a lot, is it, really? 15 cars for a World Series. I expect a few more to be announced very quickly, but it it's not far away, is it? It's not far away at all. 
Um, anyway, that starts next week in France, and then it's got a pretty decent card. The 10 rounds and finishing Macau. Uh, the electric touring cars almost has more entries. Three manufacturers we know that's Alfa Romeo, Hyundai, and Cupra. This is the future of touring cars, by the way. It more than likely will be the direction that WTCR goes to in the next two years, maybe. They go to full electric. Um, but they've got, yeah, they've got uh, three manufacturers with. Was that eight, nine, ten, nine, ten, thirteen entries? Nearly as many as the other one. So, and that kicks off at the same place next week. So it should be interesting. Maybe I think the reason for the low numbers is the split, isn't it? Because drivers and teams are going to um, electric rather than petrol. So that's probably the feature. I mean, it could be even as close as next year for that championship to go full electric. But we'll see. WRC, of course, was in Croatia this weekend. Next time we're at Portugal in a couple of weeks' time. Um, another close battle with the Toyota team. Um, Hyundai, again, probably kicking themselves because, they again, they've missed the mark with their car. Still trying to get up to speed. That Toyota is quick. We knew it was going to be quick, but it is quick. Uh, obviously, they didn't win the first round, but with Loeb and Ogier coming back, we didn't expect them to... You know, that would have been a tough one, wasn't it? I mean, Loeb in the uh, Ford and Ogier in the uh, Toyota. It was a close battle, but it was good. Good. So, yeah. Kelly Rovenpera, um, the Finnish driver, fourth place in Monaco, and then win-win. Driver to beat this season, pulling ahead of everyone else. Nearly 40 points clear of Neville. In the Hyundai, sixth, second, third. The Mills finished, I'm pretty sure he's finished second in the championship about six times. He's going to be kicking himself. Maybe Hyundai need another year. But Toyota and Ford are definitely on top of their cars. I mean, that, that, that Ford Puma is very good. Uh, not got the, Maybe not got the drivers yet up to speed. But the car is quick. I mean, the first and third in the first round. And more to come, definitely from them and it's close and the manufacturer is only four points between Hyundai and M Sport. Toyota pulling ahead. It's Toyota's season to lose, let's be honest. But so far so good. I'm looking to see how that championship pans out. Maybe we will get a new champion. It looks like we will. Let's just have a quick look at the World Rally Cross Championship because we know that's fully electric and run by the FIA. Kicks off in Sweden. Again a really short calendar. Uh, only like 11 rounds this year. Kicks off in Sweden um, for the World Rallycross of Sweden on the 2nd and 3rd of July. So ages away yet, you know. That's like the middle of summer kicks off. Then off to Germany, Norway, Latvia, Portugal, Belgium, and then one more round, but they haven't confirmed it yet. More than likely between Abu Dhabi and South Africa, I think. But yeah, that doesn't kick off for ages. The entry list is interesting. Again, it's electric. Still early yet because obviously the championship doesn't kick off for a few months, but we do have three confirmed drivers and five confirmed teams. Um, let's just go with the main one. So Hanson Motorsport released a couple of weeks ago that they were running the Peugeot 208 electric. Um, Kimmy and Tevin, Kimmy, <sighs> Timmy and Kevin both running them. That's the Hanson brothers. We'll see how they get on. Uh, defending champion Christophson back with Volkswagen dealer team. So it looks like Volkswagen are up in their um, involvement in the sport again. They'll have three cars on the grid, apparently, and that'll be obviously the electric. Allinkle.com are back. More maybe with a new car, we think, with a new car. They have been running the Seat Ibiza for a few years now, but I think a new car, possibly. 
ES Motorsport again, and I'm expecting uh, Hyundai's and everything, all that to be back. The biggest, or well, one of the earliest announcers, well, no drivers, but one of the earliest announcers was GCK Exclusive, which is the team that's run those Megans over the last couple of years and Clio's and all that. Uh, which have been a pretty good team, pretty solid results, couple of wins, and good drivers as well, Dor- Liam Doran and um, oh, who's the other one called? Andreas Backrud. So pretty decent. But they want to enter a Lancia, well, a pair of Lancia Delta Evolution Electrics. So the original, the OG original Lancia Delta, you know, from like the eighties. We're talking like nineteen eighty five, in an updated chassis model for this championship. With an electric engine, that's crazy. I remember seeing um, seeing it posted on Twitter, and I was like, "It's not April the first, you know." It's one of those stories where you think, "What?" People are willing to try new things these days. So fair play, can't argue with that. Should be interesting. Um, anyway, that season doesn't kick off till July, so you know, don't hold your breath for any updates on that. I'll keep an eye on it, but I don't expect anything anytime soon. A lot of these championships are kickstarting, you know, in the next couple of months. We were talking about DTM before, let's have, should we have a little look at that, we might as well. Dutch Touring Masters. Yeah, DTM now all GT3, it's not a touring car championship anymore, although was it before, those cars were way too quick to be touring cars. Um, but yes, it's GT3 spec cars, has a huge entry list, which is great. I mean, changing the championship to, uh, to GT3 has kind of saved it, hasn't it, really? Because you were barely getting, like, 16 cars, and it was well expensive. Manufacturers pulling out left, right, and center. Now we've got hundred, you know, loads more manufacturers, you know, not just German ones, European ones. We'll go through the entry list in a second. But that season kicks off in Portugal in on the 30th of April. Oh, wait. Let's see. Oh, it's this weekend. Oh, man. I didn't think DTM kicked off for ages, but it kicks off this weekend. Okay. Yeah, so Portimao in... Um, in Portugal this weekend, brilliant, and then off to uh, Ring, um in May, and then Imola, Nozring, which is a classic, Nürburg, Sprints, Spa, which has been updated, um, go online, have a look on their Twitter and Instagram and stuff, and you can see pictures of the new sort of layout they've sort of done, all the turns and all the work they've done on it, Red Bull Ring and Hockenheim as well, so... Short season, April to October, and it's very short season. But yeah, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, so it kicks off race one on thirtieth of April. Wow, so that's uh, this weekend. Awesome, that'll be good. Something to watch. Uh, that explains why the um, um, that explains why the uh, entry list is as big as it is because everyone's been confirmed, can they? So yeah, we've got Audi, BMW, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Mercedes and Porsche on the grid this year, which is decent. Six manufacturers, you know, and two from Italy, so that's very good, you know, a bit of diversity. May see some more later in the season. Mercedes obviously defending champions. Um, uh, Ferrari said they weren't coming back, but they have with Alfa Tari and Red Bull, and they brought Sebastian Loeb with them for how many rounds we don't know, but he is there with Nick Cassidy. Uh, BMW got a four-car entry as usual. Miss um, Audi have brought Rennie Rass back, previous champion, multiple champion. That's a big team. There's some big teams here, you know. Uh, Lamborghini have got their factory GRT Grasso racing team. Loads of big drivers there. 
um, Esme Hawkey from the UK, Nicky Tim as well moved over to that. That's big. Mercedes, of course, with their team Winwood defending teams and HRT and Mookie Motorsport. You know, David uh, Lucas Auer, Maximilian Goats with defending champion David Schumacher, son of Ralph Schumacher, who's got Schumacher on the grid. And then Porsche um, with Lawrence Van Four, one of the factory drivers. You know, it's going to be a big season. I, I didn't even realize that. How big it's going to be. I didn't even even look at it. Well, here we go. So that'll be nice. I'll look forward to that. Kicking off this weekend. Some GT3s. Should be good. Let's hope there's no controversy like there was at the end of last season. Uh, DTM is German's top tier touring car championship. Like the BTCC to us. Well, it was. It's more of German's top tier touring grand touring championship now. Whereas maybe TCR Germany is probably there. Touring car. I don't know. Difficult to keep up because they got so many things run over there with AD, AC Masters and everything. So, but yeah, so loads of stuff kicking off soon. Thank God. Um, loads of stuff that has been kicking off has been interesting. I think it's best with motorsport to just sit down and talk about it for a couple of minutes. Well, then, well, you know, with anything, and analyze it because you know you you miss things and you you don't realize what's going on and. There's always something to talk about, and it's good to sit back here and talk about it over and what we've what we've witnessed this weekend. You know, lots of great motorsport and some interesting results, wasn't it? Really. So yeah, uh, as I said, the next um, podcast will be on Friday next week, and we'll probably be talking about the TTM and Formula One and the usual fun and games. There are a few other topics I want to talk to on the side, but at the moment we're just going to be reviewing motorsport and opening up to. Q&As and all that kind of stuff that I mentioned in the first episode. So yeah, uh, this podcast is available on most musical streaming services. Most, um, the predominant one is on Spotify, it's Blur Podcasts. Uh, I'm on social media, on Twitter, it's Blur, um, at Blur Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter, drop me a message. Uh, if you want to talk about anything motorsport related, feel free. Um... Am I forgetting to plug anything? Oh, yes, and of course the website, which I mentioned before, um, which I update on weekly, maybe two or three posts a week, just about motorsport and other topics that are coming up, uh, is wordpress.com forward slash blogs. So blurb podcasts and blurb blogs. It's all in the description anyway. Check us out. Thank you all for listening. And, you know, don't forget, everyone's going to Vegas next year. Vegas, baby! Enjoy yourselves, and I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you very much for listening.